Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the benefits of running alone. For a lot of new runners, this is how we begin. When I decided to lose weight when I was 39, it was an individual decision for me. My husband joined me eventually, but to start out, I was running alone as I was trying to lose weight. Now he runs with me for most of my runs, but because I run marathons and he doesn't, my schedule has five runs a week and he only does four. During the height of COVID lockdowns when he worked from home, it was easy for him to be consistent with running those four days. But now that he's back in the office, there are times that he just cannot fit it in without having to get up at 4 a.m., which neither of us are going to do. To me, 5.45 a.m., that is my limit. <laughs> this means that there are even more days that I may run alone. Though I love having him with me during a run and it's a great way to connect and just talk about things that are going on in our lives, there are some things that I really enjoy about running alone. For example, you can listen to music or a podcast or an audiobook if you want to. There are some days that I just want to be able to rock out and listen to music. And other times there are podcasts that I would never hear unless I was on a run. Running by yourself means that if you want to, you can listen to whatever you want. And sometimes I listen to true crime and sometimes I listen to Rich Roll if I'm doing a long run because sometimes those podcasts go for over two hours. Anything that you want to listen to, you can do that if you run on your own. And other times I like to run with nothing in my head except for me talking to myself. Sometimes I just want to be alone with my thoughts and not have any interruptions. Going for a run without anything, without headphones, and without somebody else can be the best therapy ever. And if you do run by yourself with not even headphones, it allows you to be in the moment fully, listen to yourself, see things that are going on around you. And sometimes I am forced to because I'll get out there for the run and realize that I didn't bring my headphones. So then I have to uh, be alone with my thoughts whether I want to or not. If you want to stop and take a picture or stop and smell the roses or stop and eat a hot dog, you can. No one is pushing you to keep going and you're obligated to no one but yourself. There are days when you just need to do you and if you can go by yourself, then you're able to put in some extra time of just stopping and doing what you want to do or going on even further if you feel like you are able to do that. So you can, you can train harder, faster, or longer when you're by yourself because you're setting the pace, you're setting the duration, and you're setting the distance. Now, I do caution all the time about not doing too much too soon. You know, not if you're supposed to be going out for a three or four miler, probably don't do a 10 miler. If it's supposed to be an easy run, you know, don't be running at your uh, 5K pace all the time. So, I mean, okay, there are some things about that that you do need to pay attention to. But within your own training, you are able to make those decisions if you don't have a running partner with you that, you know, you, you have to kind of go with the flow or go with exactly what they're going to do. Unless it's your coach, then you do have to do what they're, they're telling you to do. 
So the flip side of that is you can go easier or slower or shorter. If you're having an off day, you can decide what the best course of action is. Sometimes we do need to just back the heck off and take it easy. And I think sometimes if we're running with somebody else, we can push ourselves further than we should be going um, because we want to save face. We want to not disappoint the other person. Uh, there are, of course, many, many reasons. I mean, I don't know if some of you are like me or my husband. If we see another runner coming towards us, we tend to speed up. You know, we speed up. We run a little straighter. We correct our form, you know, um, we try to make it look like, hey, you know, we are, we're great at running too, just like you. And uh, when you're on your, when you're running with somebody else, sometimes you might have those temptations to not back off if you need to back off or if you need to take a walk break. You also decide when you're going to hit the road. You can hit the snooze button if you want to and go later, or you can jump out of bed and hit the road at 4 a.m., if you run alone, you get to choose what time of day works best for you. Sometimes things come up and we can build that into our day and still get a run in. If you're running on your own, you also can stay near your front door. Now, when I run with a partner, it's my husband, so I can always go out my front door and into a run. Some people do not have that luxury and have to get in a car to drive to the meeting place to meet whoever they're running with. And that can get old, especially like here in Buffalo, if it's the middle of winter, having to get into a cold car to drive for a run probably early in the morning could be not very motivating for some people so running alone means you can choose the where as well as the when so if you want to run in your neighborhood or drive 20 miles to a scenic area it's totally up to you another reason running alone is nice is you get to be mad or sad or happy and this kind of goes hand in hand with uh, doing your own therapy as you're running too. When we lived in Japan, uh, we found out that our stay there was going to end earlier than we had expected. We moved there and spent about two and a half years there. And how long we were supposed to be there was like three to six years. And so we were, we ha we found out rather abruptly that we were going to be leaving as soon as, uh, as soon as the school year was out, which was we had a son that graduated from high school there in uh, Yokohama. We love Japan and we love the people that we met there, our friends that were there. And so I was on a solo run a few days after that we had found out. And I was running by places that had such great memories. And I was just sobbing and heaving and running. And I was able to ugly cry my heart out and not to have, and not have anyone comfort me or try to cheer me up or you know my emotions were my own and a run allows you to experience them however they come they can also help you work through them and help you feel better when it's over now all of this being said as a woman who i do run by myself you do have to make sure that you are running safely and things like wearing earphones uh, or headphones too loudly and running in areas that you're not familiar with. Those are all things that you have to keep in mind. I don't, no matter who you are, whether you're a man or a woman, um, you do need to be safe. And in a future podcast, I will be going over some runner safety tips that are especially true for people who run uh, on your, their own. But this morning I had to run by myself and what I usually do, my husband and I, we will run at, like I said, a lot of times we're out the door 
Well, we get up at like 5.45, out the door by 6, um, 6.30, something like that. Now, if it's past 7.30 and I haven't gone for my run yet because I wasn't running with him, then my rule of thumb is I wait till 10 o'clock because we live in the city and so it's rush hour and everything. So I wait till 10. And today I went on a wonderful run, 65 degrees, sunshine, great, great run, and ran through Forest Lawn Cemeteries right down the street from my house. So ran through Delaware Park and around to Forest Lawn Cemetery. It was just really nice to be on my own, just running at an easy pace. This is kind of an easy run week for me. And it was just awesome to be able to look around and see the things that um, I noticed on my run on my own. And going for a run on your own, if you have to do it because that's just how your life is now, or if you do have a partner, try to go out for a run once in a while, just on your own and just be with yourself and see how wonderful it can actually be. Now this week's running website resource is mapmyrun.com. If you go to Map My Run, you can find running routes that you will be able to uh, find near you and it will tell you how to get there and it will tell you the mileage of certain running routes and it will look at your location and just give you a running route to try and people upload these it's uh, through Under Armour and you can log in or sign up now when I went to Met My Run on its own I was just able it just tracked where I was and gave me a whole bunch of routes that people put in there so you wouldn't necessarily have to log in or sign up but you definitely could it will give you it will show you a map when you click on the particular run that you are looking for and tell you the start and the finish and it will also tell you the elevation and if you click on the description of the run it will it will tell you exactly where to start now map my run is also a place where you can uh, store your runs and upload different data and things like that I don't do that, I use my Garmin, but in order to find a run near me, it was an awesome way to find a new running route. So try it out if you're looking for a different running route to uh, try out. And if you have a certain mileage that you're supposed to cover and you're not quite sure how to get that in, you can look at the uh, route mileage and find one near you that you'll be able to get that mileage in. Now, next week, we have another podcast with Dave, and we will be talking about the other side of running alone, which is running with a partner. And we'll kind of be talking over some of the benefits of running with a partner, some of the things that we find that uh, we enjoy running with each other, and it's just going to be another fun time um, of just talking to him about something that has to do with running. Now, for those of you that are following along to our seasons for The Wrinkled Runner, we are at the beginning of season three. So we are divided into four-month seasons, and this season then will be January through April of 2022. This podcast is focused mainly on new runners and with some things about older runners thrown in. And if you are interested or you fall into that category, go ahead and check out 2021 and seasons one and two. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com, and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once-a-month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.